Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics, tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brendan Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is the 5th of April, 2013, and this is episode 19. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. So, all sorts of news has been happening uh, this week. We have a packed show. Do you, have you have you noticed that? It's just I have. It's, so it's, much stuff. I think last last time we had what like three topics. And now we have like ninety seven. Right, because we uh, and I mean last week we managed to uh, to talk about said three topics for for the full hour, <laughs> and uh, this this week we have to pack in like a, a whole bunch of uh, new stuff that's happened during this week, which is really important. So, let's just get straight into it, shall we? All right. So, we have a tiny bit of follow-up. Um, well, yeah, we'll say it's a tiny bit of follow-up, and then that way if it goes long, people won't realize it because we, you know, we start off by saying tiny, so that their brains will be all messed up. Right. So, let, let's talk about SimCity once more, but I promise this will be the last time. I don't think it'll be the last time because once it actually I get to play it, I'm sure I'll bring it up and <laughs> actually talk about it again. So let's say that it's the almost the last time. Okay. Well, it's the second to last time. You'll bring it up once once you start. All right. Cool. All right. So what happened uh, recently was um, uh, an EA executive essentially said that the DR what what we'll call the DRM the you know the always on necessity in in SimCity wasn't because of EA. It was because it, it was, let's see, his words were, the online requirement was born out of the creative vision of the Maxis development team. So essentially not they're saying, it's, it's not us, it's it's the, the the creative guys. They're the ones who don't want you to, you know, be able to play this at home. Ah, uh, blame shifting. Yep. It's the way of the future. He, he's also said, and and I have to quote this because it's, it's it, it has more impact when it's the quote. It's, he says, DRM is a failed dead-end strategy. It's not a viable strategy for the gaming business. So what we try to do creatively is build an online service in the SimCity universe, and that's what we we sought to achieve. Right. So what he's saying is that DRM is uh, is is a dead tech, and so rather than using a dead tech like DRM, we're going to uh, hook it into an online server so that people can't play it without the game. Right. Right. Well, essentially, what what he's what he said, uh, I think, uh, before that is essentially what he's saying is it, it's it's not DRM. It, it it's more like an MMO. That's what it is. So that that's why it's okay. Right. But it's not really because it's I mean, not at all. <clears throat> no, because I mean the very fact that we've pr- that it's been proven that SimCity can can run uh, completely unhindered offline. Well, not completely unhindered, but unhindered uh, offline. You just you lose out on the social aspects, which don't even play that big a part in the game, uh, as far as we I, I can understand. Um, so you can you know play the full game offline. So why not? Like, I, I st- it still doesn't really you know give any sort of reason as to why you can't play it offline uh, if you just want to play it by yourself and just play online for the social aspect. Well, and not only that is it's it's not really you know you can say yes it's a multiplayer online but it's not you wouldn't you wouldn't put the first M you wouldn't say it's massively because you can't interact with more than twelve people at any point and even right. that something something like you know having full on games with them it might be like you know their region is you know is sending over trash to your region and you're sending over energy to theirs or something like that you know but, but that's not really you know I, I wouldn't call twelve massively multiplayer yeah it's I just, I just I, I I still can't fathom the idea that this is like that they're, that they're making excuses about this. Just let us play it offline. Dang it! Just just let us play it <laughs> offline because there's no like now that people have proven that it's like that it's you can play it offline. There's going to be like somebody's going to release some sort of you know patch or something that allows you to do it uh, right. without any problem. So why not beat that and just make it happen? Because Clearly, that's what everybody wants. They're just the like they're like the last holdouts on this, and they really just should. Like, I mean, it, it just makes sense that they should give in to what you know their customers are asking for, and stop making dang excuses. Like, jeez, 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 guys. 
Get it together. Right, well, hopefully they'll listen because again, they listen to this podcast much like everyone else does. So it's Every- everybody, only a of time. I'm I'm pretty sure everyone listens to this podcast, and anybody who says that they don't is just you know they're they're liking it ironically kind of thing. <laughs> you know they're 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 doing it in secret. Yeah. Well, but you know what it is is they they liked us before we were cool, and now that we are cool, they're like, oh, <clears throat> they're too cool for me to listen to. Right. Right. That must be it. That must be it. So this week. Uh, was it this week? Yeah, well, it has to be this week because it came after after we actually uh, had on the the, the show. Uh, it was actually just before the the, the weekend's uh, episode happened. Uh, the BBC has formally announced <clears throat> that two of your beloved characters and part of the reason why you couldn't move on to Matt Smith. Uh, that they're coming back for the 50th anniversary episode, the, the, the special. So, uh, the Doctor Who Twitter and uh, various other social networks have uh, posted that David Tennant and Billy Piper, a.k.a. the 10th Doctor and Rose Tyler, will be returning for the uh, for the 50th anniversary episode, which is... Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and now of course that that you know what that really means is probably they'll show up for a couple minutes, and then go away, but just enough that they can say that they were in the episode. Well, so. maybe, maybe, or maybe not. It, it's uh. Well, no, no, no. See, uh, I, I'm setting everyone's hopes very low. I see what so you're doing. That, yeah, so that okay. one of two things will happen: either they'll be met, and in that case, they'll be prepared for that, or they'll be surpassed, and that'll make it even even more awesome. Right. So this isn't the first time that this is uh that this has happened. Um, the you know we've had episodes that have got like older doctors, uh, like previous doctors in it. Not really older doctors. Technically, <laughs> the younger doctors, even though they look older. That's really yo- that's younger, confusing. Younger doctors and older bodies. Indeed. Uh. So, previously, and I mean in this series, in the new series, we've had uh we had there was a special that was done in two thousand seven. Uh, that had the fifth doctor, Peter Davison, um, in like a, it was just a, like a short episode where, you know, they kind of exchange witty lines, uh, and it was done for, uh, the children in need thing. I don't really know right. what, I don't really know what that is. I'm not from the UK. So therefore, if you're from the UK, why don't you write to me and tell me what children in need actually means? Because I don't know. Uh, and even then, like, previous to that, we've had, like, there was episodes, like, uh, like you know, the Five Doctors and stuff where they uh, crossed over, and that's in the older series. You know, so they had uh, several Doctors all in at the same time. Now, so that, I mean, it could mean anything, you know, with with the, this 50th anniversary, um, you know, they could be in for a long period of time. Uh, they could be, it could be like a flashback. It could be... Any number of things. Right. I'd like to think that it's going to be the sort of thing where we actually cross over and they meet and, you know, solve puzzles together because I love it when there's two doctors. Mm-hmm. It's the, 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 they're some of the best episodes. Well, then, all right. Well, then here's the question. Will the crossover, well, well, obviously we don't know the answer for sure, but if it is a crossover, will it be with, uh, like, the actual doctor and Rose when she was traveling with him, or will it be with Rose and the clone doctor in the alt- in the alternate dimension area where they're at? Actually, this might be a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, so for those who don't really want to know this sort of information, close your ears, I guess. Okay, I don't know how you do that, but yeah, do so right now. Uh, so it has been noted that uh, because they're already filming it right Right. um and it has been noted that they've like they've been seen on location uh with the 10th doctor's tardis which is different to the 11th doctor's tardis okay yeah because there's a slight there's a slight like slight differences in the actual uh shape like the shape of it right not so much that you notice it between seasons or anything like that unless you really look for it but uh it does appear that you know he he is travelling with his old TARDIS. So I'm going to go with it's it's like the actual Doctor, not the clone Doctor. Right. Okay. Uh, so I'll see if I can find that 
article, and I'll throw that in the show notes um, for those who want proof that I'm not actually just, you know, making this sort of stuff up. So, there's that. Well, see, you haven't asked me the most important question yet. And what's the what's the most important question being? The question is, have I watched any Doctor Who since our last discussion? Well, see, I know that you've watched Doctor Who since our last discussion because I've seen your wife's tweets about it. Uh, I, I, rem- I saw a tweet where she mentioned that she hates Weeping Angels. So, I assume that you're at <laughs> least up to the crash of the Byzantium. Yes, we, we last episode, I think we're about 10 episodes into season five. We're in the one where there's the, was it, I think, Homo reptilius race that lives underneath the earth. Okay, yep, that one. And that's a two-parter, and we've only seen the first part so far. Okay, so you've only really just discovered that they're aliens? I'm trying to remember where that cuts off. It, it cuts off when they find their underground city, and you find out, like, you know, the doctor thought that there'd be, like, a dozen of them, but there's, you know, a whole civilization. Right, yeah, okay. That's when it, And that's when it ends. Yep, all right. <laughs> so, what do you think of, uh, what do you think of Amy? I think she's. I think she's my favorite companion so far. But she, they've written her in the in the way that they wrote all the other companions, which both me and my wife hate. And that's the, you know, they're with the doctor for an episode, and suddenly they're, you know, they 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 want to have his babies. Ah, uh, and right, and like in the other, in every other situation, like all the other ones, I can kind of write them off. But like this one, they emphasize the fact that you know she's getting married. Like you know, the first couple of episodes were her. Right before she got, you know, she was supposed to get married the next day. Right. And then she comes back and the first thing she tries to do is, you know. Hook up with him. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, that doesn't make you likable. That makes you like, it, 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 it does the exact opposite. Like, you know, I, I liked you as a comedian up to that point, And now I just feel like you're really sleazy. <laughs> and it, you, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's kind of hard to look past that at any other point because you go, yeah, sure. She's walking around with Rory now, but. I'm sure they're going to write it, you know, in the next episode where she's going to be alone with the doctor and she's going to try to kiss him again, you know? Right. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Uh, and this this doesn't give you any spoilers, so that that's okay. Uh, my understanding of, the like, the reason behind that scene was not so much to, uh, to prove that, like, everybody gets into the doctor, you know, five seconds after meeting him uh, and wants to- But that is the case. <laughs> well, no. The the idea was to to emphasize the fact that she's- uh, she's scared of getting married, and she's got she's getting cold feet and all that sort of stuff. Like you know, that yeah, sort of I, situation. I thought that as well, and you know I consider that. But I, I feel like if that was the case, there should have been some sort of you know should have felt bad about it when she, when Rory found out. Yeah, but it was more like a no, it happened. Don't worry about it. You know. Yeah, but that's possibly because just that's that's how she is. I mean, like it, it's over and over again. It's emphasised that you know uh, they're her boys, and you know, uh, have you seen the have you seen the um, the Venice episode yet? Yes. yes so at the end of the Venice episode, they have this little uh, the Doctor and Rory have this little uh, little back and forth where uh, she she says, "Oh, you know, I got my boys, got my got my Tardis," and um, and Rory says. Uh, Rory says, "Oh, you know, we're we're not her boys, are we?" And he, and the doctor says, "Yeah, we are." She's like, "Yeah, we are." <laughs> you know, it's kind of like you know she holds, I think, most of the power in in the in in that relationship, uh, yeah. and I think that that's what makes it interesting as we kind of get later on, um, and, and as as you as you will get later on. So, you know, I feel like it. This is the, I feel like it's becoming a Doctor Who theme that. You know, girl, girl with, you know, who's in a relationship with someone meets a doctor and like pseudo cheats on the person she's with with the doctor, right? And then it's and then and then you're supposed to pretend like that's okay because they did the same thing with Rose and Mickey. Yep. And you, like I, I didn't realize this till now, but they they don't, you know, like in any other show or whatever, you'd feel bad for Mickey, right? But you, you don't. You spend you spend the rest of the series going, oh, if only Rose and the Doctor are good together, not realizing that <laughs> what you're saying is, I really hope you know that that Mickey gets his heart broken, you know. Right. Well, uh, you you will have a little bit of a surprise uh, when you get to. Actually, you've already seen the end of Tenant, so you've already had the surprise. So yeah. you you saw that uh, you saw the 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 part where he goes around and says his goodbyes to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the th- one of the people, uh, well, two of the people actually that he says goodbye to is uh, is Mickey. 
and Martha. Martha, right? And they have a little bit of a back and forth that suggests that that well doesn't suggest that tells you that they're married that they've yeah. hooked they've now hooked up in the an alternate dimension an alternate universe I can't remember. I, the details escape me completely but they're married so you know he's right. the idea is you know he's found his uh you know he's found his mate uh, that you know yeah yeah no no I, I get it. I'm just you know it's I understand what you're saying I, I though. think I think and, if, if the genders were reversed like it would be a lot more horrible do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think people would enjoy this. Like, imagine, imagine if it was, you know, the guy and he was, you know, pseudo cheating on his, on his girlfriend. Like, we wouldn't be going, oh, but it's all right. We'd be going, oh, what a, what a sleaze bucket, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it would be written differently as well. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I, I think it's just one of these things. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people have issue, take issue with the fact that uh, it's always, you know, the guy doctor and the, you know, the, uh, young uh, present day uh, Earth girl from from London, <laughs> you know, and it's always the same. It's all it's always really the same, uh, you know, dynamic. Really, yeah. Uh, well, that that's that, that is the one the one thing that I enjoyed about Donna was that she wasn't like falling for him. Uh, yeah, do, do you know what I mean? Like at least at least she was like you know she she, she was- wasn't. Yeah, look, was, and- I guess I guess strong, I guess strong enough not to be the you know typical you know schoolgirl crush on on the powerful doctor. It was just the you know she'd like she'd kick him in the butt and say no no get over there you know. Right. Look, I I think that uh, I think you know don't count Rose. Sorry, don't count uh, Amy out just yet. Um, I think she I think she'll grow on you and like the whole the whole idea of you know, the, the the her and the doctor hooking up. Uh, I think that that's going to get you'll find that that's less and less true because, um, you know, obviously there's the, the the wedding and all that sort of stuff is playing very big into this season, so uh, in, into the season that you're watching anyway. So uh, wait until you get to the end. That's all I can say because, uh-huh. uh, to, 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 you know, when Amy and Rory uh, eventually leave um, the show. So because I think that really kind of shows you uh, the dynamic – the 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 the, 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 the dynamic has changed since the beginning and it's it, like it's very different so i won't go into any details for you because that's that's a bit rough and also right. we need to move on <laughs> so so this morning i woke up and the world had changed did yes, it it changed it had changed for you i'm sure as well it did my my heart has been broken uh so i don't know whether it was last week that we discussed no, it wasn't last week. It was the week before when we discussed. Uh, no, it wasn't the week before. Apparently, it was last week. I'm trying to find it in the show notes. Uh, we talked about. <laughs> it's it's some point before today. So there was a. It was the week before last. So there was a game that we discussed uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was uh, the new Star Wars uh, first person shooter. Right. Uh, right. It was called. Uh, Star Wars First Assault First Assault, that's the one uh, And you had kind of gotten a little bit excited about it Because it was going to be something uh, That you'd kind of been looking forward to With, you know, non kitty Star Wars games um, And uh, apparently they were They were also doing another one Another game uh, Star Wars 1313 Yes, I was so looking forward to that <laughs> It was like a, a bounty hunter style thing. That they yeah, had going it, on. it was supposed to take place. Um, oh, so first, it was it was supposed to be for next gen system. So they had some uh, videos out that weren't the game, but were with the game's engine. Like they were just it, you know, so it wasn't actual. It wasn't anything from the actual story, but it was just showing off what they what they would be doing in the game. Right. Um, and so essentially, you're, you know, so in Star Wars, you have Coruscant, which is like the capital city. And essentially, the planet is one giant city, right? And so, this game was supposed to take place kind of on the lower levels, you know, where the essentially, essentially, the ghetto of the Star Wars universe. Okay. Um, and yeah, you're supposed to be a bounty hunter, and people were thinking, oh, maybe you'd be playing as Boba Fett, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it was more of a, you know, and and no no force powers or anything like that. So it was supposed to be like more of a a gritty, I guess, a gritty take on the Star Wars universe. 
Right, so it's like a game, like a just a regular old game that just so happens to be in the Star Wars universe. Then, really. exactly, yeah. So I mean, it's it's still got all the you know science fictiony stuff going on, you know, laser guns and whatnot. But it, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like you go half of the game and all of a sudden you go, oh, I discovered I have these amazing force powers. You know? Right, right. So, so there was you know they they had these two games underway, and then this morning, I woke up. And it turns out that Disney has decided and has actually shut down LucasArts. And LucasArts is no more. Yes, they've let go, I think, 150 people, something around there. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's roughly what I read in my uh, readings about this uh, this little sad, sad story. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it is sad because it's not just... Uh, it's not just Star Wars, right? You know, because obviously Star Wars is is going to continue uh, in other in other ways, um, right. and hopefully in 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 better ways. But you know, LucasArts was uh, uh, was originally um, you know the the publisher of um, the Monkey Island games, and okay. you know all those all those you know the the, the games built on the Scum game engine. Uh, they did you know they did stuff like um, there was the, I think there was an Indiana Jones game that was very similar to the Monkey Island games. They had things like um, Sam and Max, Sam and Max. Yeah, a, a lot of uh, point and click type games. Yeah, went with, with the I guess in the early nineties and uh, Grim Fandango. Yes, you know, great games, great games, and now like and now they're gone. Uh, well, I mean, the games aren't gone. You can you can still play the games, and in fact, uh, Monkey Island games are still being produced, um, not by LucasArts anymore, by uh, mm, what's the name of that company that does it? Telltale. Yes. Who we'll be mentioning later on, probably. That's true. Uh, Telltale uh, creates Monkey Island games now. So, look, hopefully, this just means that uh, even though these games are going uh, are going away, hopefully, it just means that you know. We're gonna be getting better games in their place, done by other studios. Yeah. So, um, what what Disney has said is that they're not saying that there'll never be any more Star Wars games, but but that essentially they're gonna start they're gonna move to a pure licensing model, where they'll say, you know, here's your source material. If someone else wants to make them, they can as long as you know we so get he- the cut. Right. So here's the here's the thing though. Uh if we're going to be moving to a Star Wars licensing model, Star Wars licensing model that that's supposed to have an apostrophe. Star Wars's licensing <laughs> model, if that makes sense. The has, licensing model of Star Wars. There you go. Has always been uh if you will like if you will, you know, agree to our contract, we'll license it to you, essentially. So you know, you, you've got uh, you've got lightsaber candles, and uh, you know, you have you know Darth Vader bobbleheads and telephones, and right, right. It's 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 always been you know just you know prove to us that you can make something that works, you know, that that looks like it's from Star Wars, and we'll we'll give you the license, you know, the license to actually uh, t- to distribute that, right? Which I guess is you know is is somewhat. Good because you know everything that does that kind of references Star Wars has to be licensed because they're very they very have always been very particular about that. Uh, but well, I mean that, that's how that's how George Lucas got most of his money was he was able to keep the rights to this type of stuff and yep because the the studio was like oh we're, you're not going to make anything off that that's fine if you if you want to keep that you know go ahead <laughs> yeah and he's just licensed the heck out of it yeah uh, you know so. If if this if that means anything with the games, I, I I guarantee you that we're going to see all sorts of things come out. You'll probably see like mobile games that are just you know uh, just little you know pixel characters running around because uh, that's all the rage the retro pix- you know the pixel style games, right? Well- uh, and you know you'll you'll you might see some more connect games and stuff like that. Mm. Well, you know what? I I actually disagree. I I think. That as much as this is terrible, I think there might be some light at the end of this tunnel because uh, some of the best Star Wars games were actually developed outside of LucasArts. Right. I don't know if you've heard of the the Knights of the Old Republic game. I have heard of it. I've never played it. Obviously, such a great game. Okay, uh, I'm I'm sure you've heard of Mass Effect. Yes. Okay. the The company that did that before they did that, they did Knights of the Old Republic, and it's ah. got a lot of the. It's got a lot of the similar themes, you know, where you kind of your choices change the way the game plays out. 
um, and you know you have your your companions, for lack of a better word, right? Uh, that you know can join with you, and you know you can level up because you know it's got some RPG ish type elements. Um, but that was that was a great game. Um, and, but that was done by Bioware, and then Battlefront, which was the third person shooter. I think we talked about when we were discussing the Star Wars games before. That was made by Pandemic Studios, which of course is again not Lucas Arts. So like they they have had some success with that. It's just I guess. I guess making the push to, to get people to actually make the games, right? And not not just holding on to the license and going, and eh, no, you know, we don't care if you know people forget about this. We're just going to keep keep doing this. Like they they I think they need to go, they need to shop it around. I think, you know, they they need to go back to Bioware or you know these other companies and say, look, you know, we've seen what you've done with you know this game or that game. Here here's an, you know we we want you to to do something with this, and we'll you know we'll cut our fee down by a little bit. Because we know that a game from you will help the brand, right? As opposed to well, and and like that Connect Star Wars game that was actually by LucasArts, <laughs> not not by a third party. Fair enough. You know, so so I can't say necessarily it is going to be a good thing, but you know, if it's City LucasArts, who knows? We may have seen more games like like that you thought you did, like that you were saying might happen with third parties. We may have seen more like that from LucasArts. Well, yes, but I think I think that either way, you're very likely to see uh, some some of these type games where they you know they they license them out and somebody creates like a mobile mobile game that just so happens to you know be a Star Wars licensed thing. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Uh, hopefully, you know, uh, hopefully that the end result of this is you see better games uh, right. than what you would have seen. Uh, had this not happened. Well, see, I think what they also need to do is they need to take all, all those old games that aren't doing anything now, like, you know, like Secret of Monkey Island or, you know, uh, I'm looking at the list of games that they used to do, um, you know, Rebel Assault, Full Throttle, Sam and Max, all that kind of stuff. I think they need to re-release those. Right. Like, even if they just get some other company to come in, kind of, you know, HD up the graphics like they're doing in all the old games and just put them out on you know, Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network and all that kind of stuff. They should totally get GOG involved in this and exactly. get GOG to release these games. Yeah. But, like, it's one of those things, like, I, I think I was reading um, some forums once this once I saw this post and just seeing what people were saying, and they were, go, they were going, like, it's easy money for them. Right. Like, it doesn't make sense why they haven't, well, it doesn't make sense why LucasArts hadn't done them even before Disney bought them. You know, because obviously the, the type of people who care about this are the type of people who would pay money for the old games even if they already have them on a floppy disk somewhere absolutely they'd rather have that new version and the amount of money you'd spend to i guess kind of polish it you know would be nothing compared to the amount of money you'd actually make because it's not like you'd have to you know you wouldn't be re- remaking the game you're just you know giving it a little upgrade right so, you know it's not going to it's not going to have that you know three-year development cycle it'll just be as, as long yeah. as it takes for some company to quickly get in there you know make sure the sounds you know of, of the right quality make sure the you know all the, all the graphics have kind of been you know cleaned off and put back in <laughs> right right and i mean they did that they, they they have done that with a couple of the games actually uh a couple of maybe a year or so ago i was um I, I I was playing some of the older Monkey Island games that had been upgraded and put ported to the iPad. Uh, uh, so like it, it basically, you know, it was it was the old school Monkey Island, except it was like the graphics had been done up, and uh, you could actually switch over to like the the old school <laughs> old school graphics if you felt the need to. But generally, you could play it in like in a much newer kind of style, which had been look like it was painted and stuff like that. It was really it was really nice. More of that, please. Uh, so the other thing with Star Wars, and I mean, it, it's very sad that you know LucasArts is shutting down, and uh, it will hopefully we'll see better Star Wars games uh, out of this. But nevertheless, Star Wars marches on, uh, and not just in the movies, right? Because we 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 all know, and we've we've talked about this uh, like crazy, right? Um, Star Wars is being you know updated, and they're releasing a new trilogy and stuff like that. What? Um, you know, so there's there's all that. But uh Dark Horse, uh who is a comics p- 
publisher. Uh, you might know them because they do things like uh, they do like the Buffy uh, comics, right, and a few other ones. They're kind of uh, a more gritty. Uh, uh, comic publisher uh, than say Marvel or uh, or DC. Uh, they're releasing. They're going to be doing a reboot, a, a quote reboot of of Star Wars. It's it's not technically a reboot. I mean, it's kind of like a reboot because it's going to be. Uh, it is obviously going to be different to the movies, uh, but it is a re. It's not a reboot because it's actually based on uh, the original screenplay from 1974 for Star Wars, right? Okay. So, this is back when it was not Star Wars, but the Star Wars. Because, you know, you don't want to confuse it with all those other, you know, not quite Star Wars. This one's this one's the Star Wars. Right. And so, there's, there, is actually, uh, there is actually some differences uh, between this and, and the movie, like quite a few differences, actually. Well, uh, it's three years worth of differences because the first one didn't come out until 77. Right. So, one of the things that, they, that, that they're changing uh, is that, uh, first of all, like some of the, some of the characters are different. Uh, there is n- <laughs> the young man that's kind of the uh, center of the story isn't Luke Skywalker. Although he is in the story, okay. Uh, the young, the young character is Anakin Starkiller. Mm, very aggressive name. And you know he he has to leave. Uh, they have to leave their home planet. You know him, him and his father have to leave their own planet, home planet, and uh, you know and, and you know and leave. And then you know there's so Luke Skywalker is actually uh, in in this story is actually fulfilling the Obi Wan Kenobi role. Okay. So um, he's, he's the old man of this of the story. Yeah, so he's like an older, uh, older warrior, uh, and they don't really have, like the, the, there's not Jedi's and stuff like that. They like it's more like army names. So there's not like a, a Darth like Darth Vader doesn't really exist. Uh, it's more like a uh, like it's General Vader or something like that. I'm just looking looking it up in this article here. Um. So you know, there's like the, you know there are uh, there are generals and it's like an army thing as opposed to a uh, as opposed to like this kind of more uh, iconic uh, Siths and Jedi and stuff like that that we have right. uh, today. Uh, so it's it's very very different, uh, and uh, this this is a project that uh, Dark Horse is going to be uh, is going to be publishing. And okay. apparently, apparently they're trying to stay, uh, stay really true to the original that that original screen, uh, screenplay. The original original screenplay. Yeah, the original original, and uh, there are some in, in the articles that I have linked to. There are some, uh, some pictures, some pictures that uh, I'm just going to assume are from the, uh, the the like from from the actual. Uh, drafts that they've put together so far. Right. I uh, actually was really, uh, really sceptical about this for the first uh, couple of days that I was, uh, that I was looking at this because, you know, obviously with, uh, with Monday having been uh, April Fool's Day and that's the day that the original art, like the original announcement was made. Uh, Got to be skeptical, skeptical about that sort of stuff, but it, it does <laughs> seem like it's a real thing. Uh, they, they've they've been still posting about it since then. So unless it's like they're, they're really building up for a bad joke on the Star <laughs> Wars fans, which he's hoping that they're not trying to do, because uh, I don't think they would. I don't think Star Wars fans would take very kindly to it. <laughs> if they've had enough bad news, yeah. especially after after Lucas Arts shutting down. Uh, Hopefully that you know. Obviously, this is well. This is this is not an April Fool's joke. It's it's a it's a legitimate thing. So uh, it's something that I think uh, Star Wars fans can look forward to reading. Yeah, and like this type of stuff. I always love this type of stuff. The I, I always it's not quite the same, but I like the the what if type comics where they you know they change some things around. So you know what would happen if this. You know, or what would happen if that? So where it's it's almost the universe you're, you're used to, but not quite. Right. Um, and like obviously this one has something. You know, it's actually coming from a script. But like these things are always great because you know it it takes you know your your familiar characters and puts them in 
situations you didn't expect or things you're not prepared to see. Which, yeah. is, which is always cool, you know. You know, like it's it's always it's neat to kind of get get those characters out of the comfort zone, yeah. Right, and it should should be uh, an interesting should be interesting read actually. I think. So the other thing, and uh, we're gonna we, uh, just I'm gonna switch tracks a little bit uh, for, for just for just a for just a moment uh, because I want to talk about another video game that is uh, is on the horizon. Is it at least a, another science fiction? Oh, it is another science fiction oh, game. Oh, that's good enough. Then. Go ahead. Uh, and I think you'll appreciate this because uh, in in anticipation of uh, of the movie being released this year, uh, the, the the next movie being released, I guess, uh, I know you've been watching um, watching the original series of Star Trek. I have. Uh, and so- Here's uh, I'm going to link this article in the show notes because uh, and it's it's from Gizmodo, but it's, but don't let, let's not hold that against uh, against me. Uh, I I've been following this game a little bit uh, only because you know every now and then I see uh, Star Trek related news and uh, the you know the game kind of comes up in that. So there's uh, this is a, a video game based on on the new like new reboot. Uh, universe of Star Trek. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, and it actually has the actual cast in it. So it's not one of those games where they have, uh, you know, people that kind of almost sound like the characters uh, playing them. They've actually got the full cast. So, uh, you know, Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, uh, you know, uh, reprising their roles uh, and, wow. and the rest of them. Uh, as playable characters, and uh, so the uh, the whole thing is uh, is a, a game which uh, is set between the first reboot movie, which is actually Star Trek Eleven, and the second reboot movie, which is Star Trek Twelve. Uh, you know, uh, whatever it is, darkness rises In- into darkness. <laughs> into darkness, dark darkness rises. I'm I'm getting <laughs> confused with Batman now. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so it's like it's set between those two things, and you know, a, lo- a lot of the time now, especially with these uh, these properties that are kind of based off um, other, you know, other things, uh, we're, we're seeing a lot more of you know things like comics and stuff that try to bridge the gap between the two movies and try and tell you what happened between them. Right. Uh, in the episode, in the case of this game, it's uh, it's a- an adventure where they uh, they come in contact with the Gorn. Yes, the lizard people. Yes, everybody, uh, pretty much everybody has heard of the Gorn uh, because of that, you know, that that episode with uh, with Kirk and the Gorn. Uh, Does he develop like gunpowder or something like that? And- yeah, yeah. And like there's been Mythbusters, a Mythbuster episode based on it. And, you know, uh, th- there's so many references to it. And it's, you know, based in the uh, in, in those uh, mountains just outside of L.A. that everything got shot at. You know, all this, all this, <laughs> you know, ev- basically every every alien planet ever in Star Star Trek is, you know, is, is filmed there. Uh, and. I mean, look. This is this is one of these things where it's it's a video game based on movies, and they're never really based on a TV show. Well, yeah, in this case, based on a movie, based on a TV show, uh, and but video games that are based on movies are usually pretty average, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a make a money maker, right? Uh, and I'm not going to say whether or not that's the case in this uh, in this case, like because you know. Uh, it, it, it's hard to tell. I haven't played it. I don't even think it's out just yet. Uh, but the reason that I bring it up, the reason that I bring it up is because it has a great little advertisement in it from, uh, which has got, it, it's like in a lounge room somewhere and it opens up with, uh, with some footage of the game and then cuts to William Shatner sitting on the couch playing the game. And he's just died, and he's like, and he and he goes, oh, I thought you had my back. And he reaches over and slaps the guy next to him, who you can't just see yet. And then the guy next to him is actually gone, <laughs> <laughs> dressed up in the the old school gone outfit, right? And uh, goes and just you know, and then they have they start fighting, and it's it's great. It's a great little uh, <laughs> little advert. So, uh, look, you know, Star Trek video game is coming out. Honestly, you know, who who really cares? But I mean, it's 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 uh, it, it may or may not be good. 
So uh, whether or not you, you you get into the game, that's that's fine. But if you like Star Trek, you need to watch this ad because it's great. Right. You know, you know, actually, the the best thing about I think the the article that you posted that has that that ad in it is that it points out that Shatner is eighty two years old. Right. That is, he looks quite well for eighty two. He does look really well for eighty two. I'll be honest. He looks right. amazing. And you know the va- the very, very fact that he's able to pull out like the the you know the 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 Kirk chop as the article says you know that 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 fighting technique that he's he's uh he used so so much in the uh in the show like he he still managed to break that out and uh you know he's he's having a bit of fun with it so you know it's 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 great it's um I just look it's you know William Shatner he's he's pretty much worth every penny that you can possibly give him it's very true and so you should give him all your pennies indeed all of your pennies but none of nothing else no yes. no like uh dollars or anything like that just just well, pennies. We, we didn't we didn't say it was worth dollars just pennies. <laughs> yeah just pennies yeah good so uh look um you know i, I i'm going to be interested in even uh, in having a look and seeing how like following this game through to the end uh i, I may not may or may not play it depending on how uh how keen i i am and how how uh how good it actually does look um right. Because it does look like a movie video game. Uh, it does, like the article says that it's, you know, Gears of War inspired and it's co-op shooter, which that sort of stuff I can get into as long as I have somebody playing with me. Uh, but yeah, still, I'm, I, I, I'm, my mind's not made up. And because uh, I, I'm inherently skeptical of movie video games in the first place. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Well, you know, t- again, like we say with most things on the show, time will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. So, I think we should uh, change tracks and go to video games. Oh, wait. <laughs> We're already talking about them. We've been talking about video games this whole time. Yeah. So, we'll talk about another video game. Awesome. I can do that. But th- but this one, I feel like we're going to talk about it, and it's not really going to be about the game itself, but but what the game does that's unique. Okay. And so that so this game is called Poker Night 2, which doesn't sound like uh, anything special at this point. But what is special is the characters that you're playing against at the poker table. Okay. Okay, so it's it's not just like you'd expect from, you know, a normal poker game, you know, there'd be some stereotypical figures of whatever. It's Yeah, some dude sand- in like a, a cowboy hat and, you know, exactly. a, a busty lady and uh every every some, game needs one of those. Some dude with the uh some dude with the aviator sunglasses. He's possibly yep. the same guy that's wearing the cowboy hat, who knows. No, 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 no the guy with the aviator sunglasses <laughs> is also is wearing a baseball cap for. Oh, right. Right. And then he also has like a jacket on, no matter what the weather is. Yep, and and then you have to have one of the guys has got like uh like the banker uh hats, like the green, like with the like the the semi transparent green kind of um, yes, yes, brims like at the, the, front. the uh, yes, I know the, yeah. the bookie hat. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Well, this one doesn't have any of those. Oh, well, that's <laughs> it, too it bad. has. Well, I think you'll you'll find it interesting who it has though. Right. It, it has Sam from Sam and Max. Hey, we were just hey, talking about him. A little bit of a callback there. Yep. It has Claptrap from Borderlands. I can't say I know who that is, but given that you've played Borderlands, I'm sure that you do. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. It has Brock Sampson from the Venture Brothers. Aha, uh-huh. a TV show. I don't yep. know if you've seen that. I have. have. I have seen that. Yep, it's a great show. I have all the DVDs. And it has Ash from Army of Darkness. Right. So wait, this is this is Evil Dead Ash, yeah. Yes. However, chainsaw hand. Yes, it's not Bruce Campbell. Oh, it's I I I think there maybe there's an Army of Darkness game coming out, and it's it's someone else. But I think that's the only terrible thing is that it's not Bruce Campbell. Yeah, me, you can't it's not Ash you, unless it's Bruce Campbell. Yeah, you can't have Ash without Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Though, actually, now that I say that, I think there is a new movie, a remake coming out where it's not Bruce Campbell. Yeah, but he, he does he does guest star, but. Not yeah, Ash. yeah, no, no. But- you, the one that you're talking about, the movie that you're talking about, he's that it doesn't have the Ash character in it at all. Oh, okay. Because they decided that you can't have Ash without Bruce Campbell. Yes, that's very true. So anyway, yes. So poker game, but with these four characters from TV shows and video games, which I think is a very interesting way to go 
about this because I think most people probably wouldn't buy or download the poker game. You know, generally wouldn't do it at all. But the fact that you know you'll be playing with, you know, with Brock Sampson or you'll be playing with Ash kind of makes it a bit more interesting. Right. So you know, the, char- the it's got the throwback to characters that you're already familiar with. Exactly. And as as you mentioned before, this game is made by Telltale Games. Right. Tell- Telltale, who are doing, who did the you know, remakes of the Monkey Island. Yep, and they've done some remakes of Sam and Max, if I if I remember correctly as well. Which is probably how they have the rights to, uh, you know, include him in the other games. But right. they, they've also done the um, Back to the Future game. Yes, yes, I played that. I thought was I've heard was pretty good. It um, was. It was very good. They, they've also, I guess, their most recent thing though was the the Walking Dead uh, video game. Oh, okay. It was kind of like it was a like an episodic game where you get a little bit of a time, and it, it much like the series, it's not really it's not really about the zombies. It's about the decisions you know the humans make. Right. Um, and that I, I have the first episode and still haven't played it yet, so I, I can't speak for its quality. But I can say that I have never heard a bad thing about it. Okay. So it, it, it you know, the stuff they do seems to be pretty good in general. And then they've made this game as well. And uh, when I was looking up this game, I saw that they had actually made one previously called Poker Nine at the Inventory. So essentially the same type of game, just with different characters. It had Tycho from Penny Arcade. Yep. Uh, Max from Sam and Max, uh, right. the the heavy weapons guy from Team Fortress Two, okay, and Strong Bad, of course. So, I, I think you know this is a really interesting, I guess, game creation method. I don't know what you want to call it. A concept. Uh, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Hmm. I, I think it's a really interesting concept. You know, to take these characters from the, you know the disparate universes and kind of bring them together for, you know, what it, what is a essentially a mini game, right. No, uh, it's it, it it like I, I remember seeing the original Poker Night at the Inventory game, uh, and it did seem very uh, very interesting. And I haven't I haven't actually played it, uh, but clearly you know clearly it's doing okay for them, and they're they're managing to license uh, new characters, I guess. Uh, as much as I don't know, it depends on how involved they are in the games that they're that they're uh, referencing. Uh, but you know it, the the whole idea of having a poker a poker game where you play against characters that you already know is uh, it sounds great. Yeah, I'd be keen. I'd be keen to play it. Yeah, and and what's neat is uh, what they were saying is that um, when you I guess you know obviously like every game it's going to have some form of you know achievements or um, whatever it's called on PlayStation trophies. Uh, right. And so they'll say, like, okay, you know, if you do certain things in the game, you'll also unlock, like, for the 360, you'll unlock avatar items. Or on the oh, PlayStation cool. 3, you'll unlock themes. So, you know, I think that I, I love when games do that because, you know, it's, it's a little way of showing off to people when they see you online. Like, oh, look, there's, you know, there's Brandon. Oh, why is he wearing, you know, why is he driving Brock Sampson's car? And you go, oh, it's because he played that game, you know. Yeah. And it's you know it's it's good for everybody that sort of stuff because it means you know it gives uh the like the the because you know the, a lot of the items they they cost money right uh but yeah. by playing the game you can get you you can get like kind of custom items for for free uh and you know so it's it's good because you know you can you can customize your player with something that's a little bit different to what everybody else has. Uh, but it's also good for the you know the game producers because it it's a little bit of advertisement for the game, which you know is is great for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I want to know. I want I want our listeners to to let us know if they've ever played the first one. Because right, I, I want to know if it was actually you know enjoyable to play or if it was something where you're like, oh yeah, it was fun to see the characters for the first ten minutes and then they just kept repeating the same lines. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that you know you you don't want that at all. So look, you know, I I think uh you know, I I think that that will be I think it'll be interesting to see whether or not that's any good uh because I mean I clearly clearly that that it's done well enough that they've released a second one. So right. Maybe that says everything that we need to know. Uh look, you know, if if anybody out there has actually played uh Poker Night at the Inventory, uh Please let us know because we we're interested in in knowing so we can tell everybody about this game because we we uh, we like telling people about things that are good. Yes, as opposed sure to things do. that are bad. <laughs> well, we still like telling people about things that are bad, but we more tell them to avoid it. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. So 
look, I think I think that uh, we're gonna we're gonna end it up end it there. So, uh, guys, if you would like to read any of the articles that we're we have linked to uh, today that we've talked about today. You can do that. Uh, all you need to do is go to the website, which is jellyandbean.co forward slash 19. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us to tell us that uh, Poker Night at the Inventory is amazing or to tell us that uh, your opinion on, uh, on Doctor Who, which we talked about for like 20 minutes, uh, you can do that. Look, you can, you can do that. We'd love for you to do that. And you can you can do that by going to jellyandbean.co forward slash contact and filling out the form and it sends us an email uh, and we read everything that comes to us. Now, if you would like to talk to us individually, you can do that as well. We're both on Twitter. Uh, Brandon is Brandroid Attack, and I am at JellyBeanSoup. Guys, this has been amazing. It's been great to talk to you again. Uh, we look forward to talking to you next week uh, on Jelly and Bean. Bye. Would you like me to start uh, humming the Jeopardy theme song? You could do that if you if you really felt the need to. Yes. That was amazing. Thank you.